1: hey guys how are we doing welcome to the wolf den podcast i hope you're doing well i'm good
0: will how are you i'm a little annoyed at you bob what what did i do annoyed because i've been watching the batman the for like 24 hours straight and you had to you couldn't cancel the podcast. you had to just you know if keep you asked if you if you had asked, I might have <laughs> but would I would I have let's be real here. If I wanted to say, Bob, I have been watching The Batman for twenty four hours straight, uh-huh. and I would like to keep doing it during the middle of the podcast. Would you have let me? You would have said no. you would have no. called me a bad name, yes. and you would have gotten I don't know scootish or something to co-host <laughs> the show with you.
1: That's true. I just would have gotten somebody else.
0: I'm Uh, I'm just kidding. I haven't been watching it that much, but I have been watching all the bonus features that are on HBO Max. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's on HBO right now. Yeah. Oh. Well, that came out yesterday. Movie's fantastic. It's a great movie. It's a little long. (laughs) Very long. But I think because now it's on uh, HBO Max, you can watch it at home. The length shouldn't affect you that much because you can pause it whenever you want and go back to it when you're ready. So there, you can watch it like a TV show. There was a guy on TikTok who was like,
1: classic songs you should listen to, part one. And it was something in the way. Some Zoomer <laughs> guy. A- a- yeah. and, and all of the comments were like, this dude saw Batman
0: once. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently... If you go to the Wikipedia page for something in the way, there's a whole section of that song dedicated to the Batman and its effect on that song. How? Next time you watch it, I want a count of how many times they play it. Twice. That's it? That once in the beginning, once at the end. I thought they play it throughout the whole damn thing. No, I think it just gets confused because a lot of the music just sounds like something yeah, okay. in the way. <laughs> But it's just the the actual song is only played twice.
1: That is true. Yeah. The chat's making fun of me cuz I'm small in, in the frame. I'm so, I don't feel like <laughs> fixing it. I <laughs> I th- the lens is wide and I don't want to readjust the whole layout. Yeah. Rye Bread said it's the tiny bobs from the ads. <laughs> <It's- laughs> <laughs> so right now on my desk over here, you know what I could show you guys? Uh well, first of all, we got a lot to talk about. First thing we want to talk about yeah. is uh, G- Game Boy Advance games might be coming to the Switch because of a new leak that just happened.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: we're going to talk all about that. But first, I want to show you guys um, a black screen. Oh, wow. I have been doing this today. I have my Steam Deck here. And uh, I've been putting emulators on it. And, and this has been going for about an hour now? maybe over an hour it's it it's the the beauty is that it's oh, hold on you also have to friggin like plug in a mouse and keyboard because it's a pain in the ass otherwise so it's one file it's mu deck and you just okay, install that. that it's just one executable and it just goes which is awesome but it's taken over an hour <laughs> <laughs> which i was not expecting but it's going to install that- all of the emulators onto it
0: that's just for the emulator itself, right? It's not like any of the ROMs or anything. Correct. Yeah, it's
1: it's it's uh it's gonna run. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's basically a front end for all the emulators. Well, it, it is all of the emulators, and then it's also a front end for the emulators. Right. Bob, did you get the art book for the Batman? No, is there an
0: art book? I, I do want that. There is. Uh, I've seen parts of it, and IGN did like a uh, ten facts from it. It's very interesting. I might have to. I have to put that on my Amazon wish list. My birthday is over, but Father's Day is coming up. Hint, hint. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> also, Mother's Day is like in three
1: weeks. God damn it.
0: We better get on that.
1: The Art of the Batman, hardcover. I'm going to get it right. at the court. All right, we, a special thank you to Zizo for the hundo bits. Uh, I've been waiting all day for this. Well, um, aren't you glad we're here now? Yeah. Uh, Spankwise, thanks for the eight months. Been watching for a long time. Keep up the great work. You're one of the only people on Twitch. I actually sub to. Well, thank you, Spankwise. I'm honored to be that person. And Spud Potato, thanks for the thousand and fifty bits. Did Uwu know that the... Oh, hold on. I can't read this. Did Uwu <laughs> know that the Switz? Uh, the critic, the critically acclaimed MMO MMOWPG Final Fantasy. Okay, no, he's he's doing like an, he put this through like an uwu generator. I'm not reading this, but thanks for all of your money, <laughs> um. Bob, you're confusing it with the jewel cover of Ave Maria, Witch, the Riddler. He plays all the time in the movie. No, I'm not.
0: <laughs> they they do play Ave Maria a lot
1: in that movie. That they do 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 do. Okay, so do do. Game Boy Advance yes. games. We're getting them on the Switch. Wow, can't believe For it. We real to-
0: this time. We
1: talked about this before. We talked about what our, our 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 what
0: Game Boy Advance games we would want. Or did we talk about it, regular Game Boy? One or the other. We must. I feel like you can't talk about Game Boy without talking about Game Boy Advance because they're just all part of the same family. There know? are some really great Game Boy and
1: Game Boy Color games. Yeah. Gotta say, all together, not that many.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, and I would argue that the Game Boy Advance uh, has a, not only a superior library, but one of the best libraries in all of video gaming. Yeah, it's got a fantastic library. Foolish, it would be foolish on Nintendo's part to not just do all of them, and there's really no reason why they can't, because all Game Boys, all Game Boy Advances, can play GBA games, even the ones that technically can't.
1: Yeah, so if they make a Game Boy Advance emulator, it should be able to do regular Game Boy games as well, and all of that stuff. Um. I remember talking at like ranking Game Boy Advance games. Was I? Did we not do that? We might have. Oh, we did ga- We did regular Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't think we did Game Boy Advance. Okay. Wow, we could have done that. Well, too bad we're doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we're talking about this leak instead.
0: Yeah. Uh, last year, there were whispers that Nintendo was planning to bring Game Boy games to its Switch Online subscription to join the existing libraries of NES and SNES titles, plus the N64 and Genesis catalogs available as part of the expansion pack tier. Uh, now, a leak seems to provide evidence that Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance games may be hitting the service soon. According to Trash Bandicoot on Twitter, yeah, that baby, is the perfect name. <laughs> So mad I don't have that name. Uh, files have been leaked onto 4chan, which include a Nintendo-developed GBA emulator codenamed Sloop, and Sloop. a Game Boy emulator called uh, Hiyoko, both developed by Nintendo of Europe's Nerd. That's Nintendo European Research and Development team, uh, the Paris-based subsidiary responsible for such uh, for much of the company's emulation efforts in recent years, including emulators in the classic mini consoles and the N64 GameCube and Wii emulation in Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Sloop! And he... yeah, we're, we're, I'm so- sorry. I'm sorry. Did I, did I, I not... inter-
1: did I interrupt
0: you at the wrong time? No, no, no. I, <laughs> it sounded like you were going to say something and then you cut off, so I thought... I just yelled, Sloop! That's all I did. Oh. It sounded like, shoot! And then nothing.
1: <laughs> no, just sloop. Um okay. so are are we at the tweets now? Are we up to the tweets? We're at yes, we're at the tweets. Tweet. Trash Bandicoot says so Nintendo's official Game Boy Advance Emulator for the Nintendo Switch just leaked. Now it's just a matter of waiting for a Nintendo Switch Online to add GBA. And there's a screenshot that includes four screenshots of a bunch of ROMs that they presumably tested. Yeah. Um you have Ninja Five O, which is not a good game. I hear it's good. I, I heard it was good. It's not I've it's heard not that good. game's
0: like amazing. It's probably really not.
1: Yeah. Um, the people who think that that game's amazing probably never played Rolling Thunder because it's just Rolling Thunder. <laughs> um, Pokemon Pinball, Super Robot T- Tyson, Original Generation Tactics, Ogre, Mario Kart, Kuru Kuru, Kuru Kuruin, Kuru Rian. Kuru Lian. <laughs> Uh GBA boot, I don't know, Pokemon Trade, uh Golden Sun Isaac, Golden Sun Jocko, Golden Sun Law Lo- Lost Age, Mr. Drifter 2, Mario Brothers, uh. And that's it, basically. Okay. But the most the thing here that that really uh kind of ruins it for me in the bottom right. There's a picture of a flash cart <laughs> with the, with an with a micro SD card, huh? And it says resume suspend point from emulator onto original hardware to confirm original behavior. Try this on PC. So I guess that's like a dev note. So like that must be a dev note. I could see like like today's development is weird. It's weird weird yeah. times in development these days. So, like, why not use the tools available to you that have been made by, you know, uh, 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 fans? Why not use those tools to develop, like, a, like a legitimate version of, of, your, of, of your library, of, of your software? So, like, like, to, like I, I could see why they want to do this. I could never in my life see a company that's developing for Nintendo showing nintendo hey look we used one of these
0: (laughs) well it isn't the wii version of super mario brothers on the virtual console isn't that isn't that rom taken from a torrent site i always thought that uh i i think it's unclear if it was taken from a torrent site because my point being is like nintendo obviously knows about these methods Right. And um if that story is true, then they're not above, you know, going that route to do an official version of uh games emulation. So, yeah, it's very possible that somebody at Nerd went out, bought a flash cart just to see how GBA emulation works on a certain level. Right. I mean, yeah, there've been GBA emulators made by Nintendo before, but This is for Switch Online, so they want to do something different. They want to do it the way they did all their other emulators.
1: Right. Um, And they tested a lot of games. I I read uh, off a small list, but there's an even bigger list somewhere out there. Basically, I mean, they're they're probably going to want to make sure like almost every game is going to be available to to make sure that this emulator is going to run as good as possible um there's more tweets though it says this is already starting to do numbers thanks to random lookups so i'll bring in some extra context in case anyone has any doubts four files were leaked so far onto 4chan two nsps with a seven zip archive that has loose ncas i don't know what that means the two nsps is a nintendo developed gba emulator i was trying to find this how do i get this
0: Zana 4chan. Yeah. Uh, So you have to scour 4chan. um,
1: (laughs) The first comment on 4chan is, I'm 12. What is this? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hate you. Uh, It's called Sloop. And the 7-zip archive is called Hiyoko, which is a Game Boy emulator. Is it now? Let's Google that. That is a woman from Danganronpa. <laughs> okay. Uh, with all the Game Boy games being separate separate applications. Okay, weird. These emulators are developed by Nerd, Nintendo European Research and Development, and are both functional, albeit with a few bugs. So here you have uh, a screen. Sh- so here you have a picture of the sloop icon, which is a sailboat for some reason. Yeah. Well, a
0: sloop is uh has to do with boats. Oh, I know that from the Beach Boys. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> um
1: then the next slide, if you will, is a is a picture of a Nintendo Switch screen or a monitor that has Game Boy icons that look horrible and it says Super Mario Land English. Uh And then there's another Game Boy icon next to it, and then there's a Sloop icon next to it. Uh, So I guess this development version has each game running as a separate application.
0: Yeah, I'd imagine if Nintendo is going to release this officially, they'll want it all in one, like they have all their other uh, Switch Online uh, classic console stuff. Uh, That is interesting, though, that they're currently individual apps because that's how Virtual Console worked. Right, Virtual console, every game was its own thing in its own custom emulator.
1: Oh, do you think maybe instead of being Nintendo Switch Online, they might want to sell these individually? That could be a little
0: evidence of that. It could be, but I feel like Game Boy, like the value of of Game Boy games is so much lower than NES and SNES games that it would just make so much more financial sense to bundle them in one collection and sell them that way you're right uh, here
1: so Trash Bandicoot tried to leak uh, tried to link to somebody Uh, who had footage of it and they don't mm-hmm. like, like it like it didn't work um, so like I guess they deleted it so here's another person here's a screen recording of what he posted hopefully the Nintendo Ninjas aren't going to strike me down oh great here we go guys don't don't narc on us yeah so here he's, he's playing the Game Boy Advance version of yoshi's island uh it
0: must be it had a, it yeah, had yoshi's, yoshi's island, island and yeah.
1: super and and mario Sup- brothers on it
0: yeah so that's super mario advance 3 i think
1: and then here's uh mario land okay oh wait I i missed the home screen uh, there is the home screen. The home screen has, yeah, it has Game Boy Game, Game Boy Game, Sloop, Game Boy Game, Game Boy Game. Yeah. And then there's a picture of friggin' Wario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's probably, okay, that makes sense. Cool. Um, So, yeah, we don't know, yeah, I guess we don't know if it's going to be a Nintendo Switch Online application or if it's going to be individual games but i just i mean yeah it wouldn't make sense for them to to change it up now do you think this is going to be an expansion pass
0: again i don't think the the value just isn't there you know Mm -hmm. like n64 games are you know higher i don't want to say higher quality games but they're more expensive to emulate they're you know of a high, I don't want. Like, I guess of a higher caliber than Game Boy games. The Genesis games, they're paying. They're mostly just paying for the license to Sega stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I really don't think. I mean, yeah, they could add it to expansion pass, but I feel like they could just as easily put it in uh, regular Switch Online, and still turn like the same profit that they have been turning for the past few years. You know, I feel like they could definitely expand the user base of
1: regular nintendo switch online but they're probably i mean i i could see this being part of the expansion pass for sure they're they're, they they need to add more value to the expansion pass
0: (laughs) true Um, unless they do something like game boy games and game boy color games on switch online but game boy advance is part of the expansion pass that would be dick true but no that, that
1: that's very reasonable yeah i think i think that that i mean this nintendo they're gonna do something wacky we could speculate all we want yeah. but they're gonna pull the trigger and it's gonna be something weird yeah um but here's more tweets we got mondo mega who says the library of gba games they've tested for this thing is massive tested is the keyword doesn't mean they'll all actually launch on the service yellow uh, then he has a he has a chart and it says yellow equals in the rom folder at some point but not in the leaked build There's one other game with evidence of being tested, though. Uh, And then... Okay, he doesn't actually say. Um, Here's the list. Astro Boy, Car Battler Joe, Castlevania, Aria of Sorrow, Circle of the Moon, Choo Choo Rocket, Drill Dozer, Fire Emblem, F-Zero, Game & Watch, Gallery, Golden Sun, Golden Sun, Gunstar Hero, uh, Harvest Moon, Kingdom Hearts, Kirby, Amazing Mirror, Koro Koro Puzzle, Kuru 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 (laughs) Rian, Lufia, Uh, Mario & Luigi, Mario Golf, Mario Kart, Mario Party, Mario Tennis, Mario vs. Donkey Kong, Mega Man Battle Network 5, Team Proto Man, Mega Man Battle Network 2, Mega Man 0-3, not 1 or 2, but (laughs) 3, Metroid Fusion, Metroid Zero Mission, Mr. Driller, Ninja 5-0, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Pokemon Pinball, uh, uh, Super Mario Brothers 3, Wait, hold on. Roll it back. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon and Pokemon Pinball. No fucking actual Pokemon games. (laughs) According
0: Um, to you. Well, what do you mean? Why wouldn't they? Not like the mainline Pokemon games, but like Mystery Dungeon and Pinball? Why not?
1: Wait, what are you talking about?
0: You just said... I know you have this thing where, like, Pokemon games are not going to be on Switch Online. No, no, or no. Or anything like that. These are the games that they have tested.
1: Yeah, so? And I, I'm saying there are no actual Pokemon games on this list. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Okay. Super Mario Bros. 3, yeah. Super Robot Tyson, Tactics Ogre, Wario Land 4, WarioWare Inc., Yoshi's Island, and Zelda Minish Capital. So uh again these are tested except for the ones in yellow. There's only a few in yellow. Uh maybe yeah. like maybe like a fourth of them are in yellow. Uh mm-hmm. and the ones in yellow were in the folder but not in the leaked build. So they're a little right. more questionable, but uh these were looked at at some point. A lot of g- fantastic games here. I don't know yeah. anything that's missing besides the Pokemon games.
0: That Astro Boy game is really good. Yeah. Omega Factor? Yeah. So are the
1: Castlevanias. We yes. got uh, uh, Metroid. Um, Both Metroids. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is a solid list we have here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he goes on to say, there are multiple screenshots of different berry tag screens from Pokemon Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. There we go. There okay. Saved in the emulator. Most likely taken during link cable emulation testing. Oh. not much to talk about with the game boy color though the build of Hyoko uh we have here is in an earlier state than sloop each game is a separate app and there's only four of them super mario land links awakening dx tetris and q i x quicks so Sup- links awakening dx that's a that's one of those dual cartridges, right?
0: Yes. It I think it I think it can play in both a Game Boy regular Game Boy and a Game Boy Color. Okay. So yeah, no like actual Game Boy Color games then. Yeah. That is interesting.
1: That is very interesting. That would be that's weird that they'd have a whole ass Game Boy Advance emulator. And then, and then also a whole ass Game Boy emulator, but no Game Boy Color. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, this opens up the door for a whole lot more stuff to be added to Nintendo Switch Online.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's ex- it's very exciting. It's it's shocking that it leaked like this, but mm. if it leaked to me, that means that they're close to being done, or possibly even announcing it. Uh, I maintain the same stance that I always have with leaks like this.
1: Um, yeah. It means they're working on it. It doesn't mean we're getting it ever. <laughs> like, like I, like, I, it looks like they've worked on it a lot and it makes a lot of sense for Nintendo to release something like this. But, yeah. Uh, until Nintendo makes an announcement, this could be literally anything. It could be something they, right. they, just, like, could be, could be a test. Uh It could be fake. Um. <laughs> so yeah i uh I just try to maintain uh 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 pessimism,
0: <laughs> no, and you're right to do that uh but at the same time like this is just this just feels like something that there's no reason not to, you know, yeah, it's been how many years and like they've proven that switch online is a success, and like people like the Games that you get with it, so why not throw in the next Nintendo console? That makes the most logical sense.
1: I just wonder how long it's going to be if we do get it. Uh, yeah, until September again, isn't that when they start <laughs> releasing this stuff? Yeah, that's when we got N sixty four, right? Yeah, yeah. It'll probably it probably won't we probably won't see anything about this until September, or maybe E well, three. Maybe I mean, they'll
0: announce it. Maybe. Well, no, Bob. There is no E three anymore. Remember, it's dead. Oh yeah, good. A summer games, um, Jeff Keely. Yeah. Jeff Keely, summertime. Jeff, the Jeff Keely video game bonanza. Yes. Uh, yeah. By September, they'll they'll have they'll worked out what you know whether or not Game Boy games are going to be separate apps or part of a collection. Uh, they'll have they'll rename Sloop to Game Boy Advanced on mm-hmm. Switch Online.
1: So, uh, there's one last tweet. We have Oatmeal Dome, who uh, kind of he's a I guess you can call him a data miner. Uh he kind of just uh takes the data mines and and uh puts them in English. <laughs> uh-huh. He said here, "Sloop. Traces left behind in the code appear to indicate that the GBA emulator is being co-developed by Nintendo European Research and Development, Nerd, the one that we know of already, and yes. Panasonic Vietnam." Oh. Nerd was responsible for emulation in the Super Mario 3D All-Stars, Nintendo Switch Online, and the mini consoles.
0: So Nerd is they're the they're the emulation bros. Right. Yeah, that we that we know that we mentioned before, but what is Panasonic Vietnam doing in this? I don't know. I mean, they made a GameCube, didn't they? <laughs> they did. But I just find it <laughs> weird that like Nintendo would seek outside, you know, counseling on something like this.
1: Right.
0: Especially when they have a whole branch that's proven that they can do emulation and do it well in the past. So, I'm trying to see it's bigger than we think it is.
1: I'm trying to see what they've done in terms of video game development and all I'm getting is this leak. All yeah. I'm getting is information about this leak and also their location in Vietnam. <laughs> yeah uh maybe i mean it could be a physical device maybe panasonic's working on a physical device (laughs) oh
0: that would be be my dream we finally get that game boy classics console everybody keeps talking about
1: yeah i mean who i mean yeah like what did they do with the game and watches like who made that I guess Nintendo... Well, yeah. Why does Nintendo need help for physical hardware? They they make physical yeah. hardware. Doesn't make much sense.
0: Unless, you know, they're asking Panasonic to make specific screens. You know, cheap, True. cheap modernized screens that they could easily reproduce. True.
1: They could be... So, like, for the Switch OLED, we have Samsung screens because they right. make really good OLED screens. Uh, you don't need a good screen for a for a portable like like modernized Game Boy Advance you need no. a a sick at most 640 uh by 320 i think screen so and that's double the resolution already
0: yeah so you need you don't need the best screen but you still need a screen that can pass the mustard in 2022. Right. I'm sorry. 480 P is 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 double the resolution of a Game Boy Advance. So yeah, so so you need something that's like bright, uh that doesn't draw a lot of power, uh that is large enough that you could see everything. Uh it's it's a lot more than just remaking the same the same thing with all the games loaded up on it.
1: I mean, that would be a, a, a dream console to have something that just... I mean, it's possible that they just load it with um, baked-in games. That would suck. It would be great yeah. if you can put your own stuff on it. You know, it connects to the internet and stuff. Yeah.
0: But, I don't know. I They probably would want it to be in, as inexpensive as possible, so they won't do something like that.
1: Right. Uh l j w v u says they could use the screens from the game and watch units that's true those were yes good screens. those are good screens i'm trying to see if i can find who made those uh imitate the l c d displays and modes modernize blah 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 no oh that's for the d s i wear uh yeah i uh i it's gonna take me a lot more time to figure that out yeah. And then
0: Gadget Mike said, "Did he just say pass the mustard?" <laughs> yes, I am thirty-five years old. I say things that Grandpa say. Who to doggy? Uh.
1: Anyway, so that's it. That's all we got to say about the Game Boy Advance games. Yeah, uh, I hope it happens. I I would love to play some of those games. Um, look, I like playing these games emulated and on my other little little fancy little devices. Uh, even the Analog Pocket, but. Having yes. it on a Switch or on an official Nintendo hardware, uh, having all of the best games in one little application uh, would be much better. So yeah, uh, I yeah would it would go a long way. Yeah, for sure. Uh, anyway, that's it for that. Uh, oh, yeah. We gotta talk. We gotta say thank you to Tio Kenobi for the eight months GBA Go uh Migs Luna thank you for the 20 months and Niancus thank you for the 25 Will as an op, as an apostle of the air fry church what <laughs> model do you recommend for Bob uh,
0: I you better say none I don't want one I strongly recommend that you get an air fryer with a front loading basket those, okay. that's the type I have. So you just pull it out and you put all your stuff in and you put it back in. Don't get any with a lid. Don't get any with a door. Get one with a pull out front basket. And also make sure that the the controls are easy to use. That's another thing that a lot of air fryers overcomplicate.
1: I made HelloFresh today. <laughs> uh, and I only made... Uh, i made bibimbap and it was uh okay. it's two portions for two people right. i am one person <laughs> so i plated it for one person mm-hmm. but i fucked it up and i put <laughs> all of the vinegar on it and it was uh, uh, I, I i it was very vinegary oh it was, this it sounds was, bad it was still good though i ate the whole thing uh, anyway, uh, we got. Oh, he also says Bob is white and blue. Your favorite colors? Uh, I like a good like greenish blue, like a teal. I just think white looks clean with it, though. So that's the yeah. that's the vibe. So, so get, do I now have it. to get
0: a blue hat, do you or can one? I keep wearing the black hat? You no, I'm just asking. Hat. I'm just oh. asking if we're gonna get.
1: I don't blue think teal. I don't think teal necessarily looks good. In certain clothes. Like, I think a... Yeah. I think a shirt that's like a heather teal would look really cool, but A, I don't think yeah. people are going to wear it, and B, it would be really expensive to make the perfect color. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, Scott the Sloth, thanks for the 200 bits. Uh, Don't deny the air fryer, Bob. It will bring you to Flavortown. <laughs> I went to Flavortown like two weeks ago. He did. Uh...
0: uh. I'm sure the mayor of Flavortown knows all about the joy that is the air-frying revolution.
1: (laughs) Anyway, California governor interfered with the Activision lawsuit.
0: What a piece of shit. Oh, God. This again. California governor (laughs) Gavin Newsom has been accused of interfering in the Activision Blizzard sexual harassment lawsuit. Allegations uh, were made by Melanie Proctor, Assistant Chief Counsel for California's Department of Fair Employment and Housing, after her boss, Chief Counsel Jeanette Whipper, uh, was fired by the governor last month. According to Bloomberg, Proctor resigned in protest to the firing and sent an email to staff saying the governor began to interfere in recent weeks and uh, as we continue to win in state court uh, this interference increased, mimicking the interest of Activision's counsel. She added, The office of the governor repeatedly demanded advance notice of litigation strategy and of next steps in the litigation, and that her boss, Whipper, attempted to protect the agency's independence. I hereby resign effective April 13, 2022, in protest of the interference and Jeanette's termination, Proctor said. Uh, Newsom's communication director, Aaron Mellon said claims of interference by our office are categorically false, adding that the governor's office will continue to support uh, DFEH in their efforts to fight all forms of discrimination and protect Californians. Uh, yeah, and the, the history of the lawsuit was filed on July last year and became the first in a long series of accusations against Activision Blizzard over its allegations of frat boy culture. It is currently uh, pending in Los Angeles Supreme Court with an expected trial date in February 2023, though it's unclear if these current allegations and departures of Whipper and Procter will affect the lawsuit. Activision Blizzard has currently settled another sexual harassment suit uh, with the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunities Commission for $18 million, but faces similar accusations against uh, anonymous individuals of co- and, of course, the state of California.
1: Uh, I'm a little scared that... Uh the 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 elites here are going to interfere <laughs> with with this with with this whole situation and where no the justice
0: will never be served. Uh I guess I guess cuz like Activision is a very powerful force in the Californian economy. So they've got friends in high places. But this is this is the absolute worst look that you can have right now. Being being a defender of any sort, no matter how small, of the biggest villain in, in an entire industry.
1: It's because they're all you pieces know? of shit.
0: <laughs> they're all pieces of shit, and
1: they're all just being pieces of shit. And they want to continue to keep being pieces of shit.
0: That's what it is. And they're helping I, each other yes. be pieces of shit. Yes, I'm not. I'm not fighting that statement. I. I'm just, just saying. It's just gonna. Like,
1: we're just perpetuating the cycle of just of this. You know, rich people in power just continue to be pieces of shit to everybody
0: else. I'm just saying, like, here is your chance to not screw this up and do like the least amount of damage possible, which is just do nothing, and the governor's office led by allegedly allegedly the governor himself is stepping in to you know just just sweep this under the rug or like stop stop all the litigation
1: yeah that's it's it's ridiculous why did the state of california even file the lawsuit if the governor is gonna have a problem with it yeah wouldn't he have had to sign off on that
0: where is that not, not necessarily. how that works?
1: No, no, it's not how that works. So, I mean, I, I, I assume that, uh, what's the fucking guy's name? The fucking, uh, uh, Gavin Newsom. No, the Activision
0: guy. Oh, uh, Kodak, Bobby Kodak.
1: I, just, I'm, a, we're still assuming that Bobby Kodak is out when, when the Xbox, uh, 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 acquisition is finalized.
0: We're not until next that, year, but that's that's been changing like every you know every other week. I I read something before that they still don't know what Codex' role is going to be post Microsoft acquisition.
1: I think that that's just a formality so that uh, nobody's worried about like stock prices and stuff. I guess, and that's so people at the company aren't worried, even though everybody wants him out. Yeah, um, but I feel like Xbox wants to force him out, and yeah, uh, I feel I, I, this is this might keep him in power. This might be bad. This whole yeah.
0: Gavin do thing. So this is,
1: this is a bad time. This
0: is a bad time. Yeah, that's the darkest timeline, as they say.
1: Um. Anyway. Uh, Jag racer in the chat says the stop sec- shop section of your site could use some work, but the landing page is nice. Uh, thank you. Uh, that's why we have a landing page because I have no control yeah. over the actual, uh, shop section. Like when you click this, it, this is a uh, screen website. If I want to fix this, I need to get a different, what do you call it? Fulfillment. And I don't want to do that. Uh, and then the, the, Cruister says bob you should set up mu deck on your steam deck literally doing that right now uh <laughs> it's one of the best front ends for emulation on the steam deck it makes it way easier also is your next video about the steam deck it is uh i will say though um i just got like a litany of errors while i was just installing <laughs> so, like, like i looked at my steam deck while you were reading this article and i wanted to put it on the charger but yeah i got a litany of of error messages about how none of the friggin' emulators could open. I don't even oh, know why please. they're opening. <laughs> but yeah, I decided to wait until I'm done uh to finish the install because I wanna go along with uh Retro Game core's uh uh what do you call it? His uh his guide. Yeah. Anyway, Uh, let's keep going with the news. We got PlayStation Plus
0: devastating to Oddworld Soulstorm. What? Yes. Uh, Oddworld Soulstorm being a free game on PlayStation Plus was devastating for sales, according to its creator. Lauren Lanning, the founder of Oddworld Inhabitants, said the game was downloaded close to 4 million times through PlayStation Plus, significantly more than the studio's expectations of 50 to 100,000. Uh, speaking on the Xbox Expansion Pass gate uh, sorry Xbox Expansion Pass podcast provided by Video Games Chronicle uh landing said there was nothing malicious about the deal on Sony's end but circumstances made it a double-edged sword Soulstorm was free to download in April of 2021 the same month it launched and while Sony has never made it clear how it comes to this agreement with developers it's understood that a, one, a one-off payment is made. Landing explained that Oddworld Inhabitants and its partner developers were already struggling when they were approached by Sony. We were hitting a number of legacy, technical, and debt issues and talent issues, he said. The developer needed more money to finish the game and didn't expect launch sales on PS5 to earn more than what Sony offered because in January when the game was due to launch, there was still a severe shortage of consoles. We were supposed to deliver in January, so at the time there wasn't going to be any game machines. We were like, "How how many could we possibly sell?" Landing continued. Uh, we need the money to complete the project, and we thought we did a pretty good deal. In January, there's no way we'll sell more than this. COVID-19 pandemic pushed Soulstorm back three months, however, and by this point, more PS3, more PS5s. Uh, were in the wild. Therefore, despite Sony essentially funding the final portion of development, Lanning said the four million downloads were devastating. Because it slipped to April, we had the highest download games on PS5 and it was, I think, approaching close to four million units or something like that for free because they were all subscriptions, he said. So for us, it was devastating. Of course, there's no evidence to suggest that Oddworld Inhabitants actually lost out on potential millions of sales. A benefit of a PS Plus game is being able to try out out games you normally wouldn't consider buying yourself, so many Soulstorm downloads may not have necessarily translated into sales. That's not to say that all studios consider PS Plus a problem for their eventual sales, as the developers of Rocket League and Fall Guys have commented on the importance of the service for establishing their games. Uh, so our chat,
1: of course, with the good ones here, mm-hmm. Flo says, No, that game sucking was devastating.
0: <laughs> and I've then, heard it's a bad game, I've heard it's uh, not a good game.
1: <laughs> and then the last glossy says, Lanning always seems to be complaining. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then L. JWV uses Oddworld as a series sold 7 million units. The PS5 game was downloaded that much because
0: there wasn't much else available. They're crying foul over nothing. I don't think they're crying foul over nothing. I think this is an interesting topic of conversation. I think he brings up interesting points. I I think the fact that it's Oddworld, you know, doesn't help that much cuz Oddworld is a series liked by a handful of reviewers. That's it. <laughs> um, uh, it's never it's never really been like a top tier gaming franchise. Uh, but uh, I think uh, it's interesting that we got a peek behind the curtain of how like subscription services like PS Plus and possibly even Games with Gold works for these developers, and when it doesn't work in their favor, because we never hear stories like this. So, so I I yeah, we talk about
1: those. Deals all the time, the PlayStation Plus and the and the, and the Xbox uh, Live free games. We talk about those all the time, and I I've always been curious about how that benefits the developers, and I'm always curious how it works when a game launches as a free game. Like yeah. uh, I think that's what made Rocket League a huge success, was right. that
0: it launched like that. Um, Well, yeah, Rocket League, it launched on PS Plus, and then good word of mouth kept that going so that when it you know, in the next month when it lapsed, people who didn't get it would go out and buy it because they saw their friends were having a good time. And then when it launched on other systems, people went out and bought it on those.
1: Right. It was like one of the first PlayStation Plus games, I think. Um, Yeah. And... But but ever since then I've been hearing bad things about, about being about being part of PlayStation Plus. Uh I, I, it, I'm I'm pretty sure that PlayStation gives them like a like a sweet deal. Um but in this case I feel like it's just them looking at five million downloads and and just the thought of like they probably got paid a lot of money, but not five million copies worth yeah, of a lot of money. But they never would have they never would have gotten to five million copies. Yeah. If the game was any yeah. good, they probably could have sold, you know, ten million copies. They probably could have been downloaded five million yeah. times, and then yeah. good word of mouth would have given them a lot more. But the game apparently sucks, so they weren't <laughs> able to. They weren't able to do it.
0: Yeah, I yeah yeah. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say.
1: Uh now the chat's talking. Yeah, Rocket League uh was 20 bucks back in
0: the day when it when it was on yeah, PlayStation it was, Plus. It was, yeah. It was originally you had to pay for it, but now it's free to play. So yeah. but you know, it got to be it got to the point where it can go free to play because of its success initially at launch, thanks then, to it being part of PlayStation Plus.
1: And then that was another huge boom for them when they did that. Rocket League has a lot of great uh they did a lot of great uh, uh, like like moves that uh, kind of predated other companies like they were cross-play yeah. really early on um, yeah. they they did the free to play model uh pretty early on uh, mm-hmm. they they, they, uh, they knew what they were doing and they, yeah. they, they deserve a lot of credit for that uh, also it was just a good game. it was just a
0: simple good game. But even oh. even even putting aside for a second the quality of the game uh I think that this is I think this is a problem that like Sony might need to, I mean I don't know how much Sony can do for it cuz like let's say they gave Oddworld like a million dollars as part of their deal mm. probably wasn't that much but let's just say it was a million and they You know, they stood to have gotten maybe 7 million had they actually not done that and 7, you know, the 5 million people downloaded the game instead. You know, I wonder, like, does Sony give certain developers more or less money depending on the game, their forecast for sales and things like that? I Uh, I would imagine it's a forecast for sales type thing. Yeah. Uh, Oddworld... We think this game is going to sell half a million units, so we're going to give you the equivalent of a half a million unit profit.
1: Oddworld has a 66% on Metacritic and a user score mm. of 6.4, so it seems pretty much in line. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd imagine it's like a forecast of the sales kind of thing. I, I'd i imagine that they got a pretty good deal, and I can't imagine them... I mean, I don't know. the The, the game... I don't think the game would have sold that good anyway. No, but, no.
0: And it, yeah, that, that's the ironic thing was this is probably the only way people would have played yeah. Oddworld.
1: <laughs> May, I mean, this could have gotten sales for past Oddworld games on the PlayStation 5. That's true, yeah. Um, so I don't know. The question here is, did they make more or less than they would have if they weren't on PlayStation Plus? I think it's possible that they made that they probably broke even. I think it's possible that they probably made it exactly as much as they would have.
0: I I think he saw that like they you know four or five million people downloaded the game, when normally they're lucky if they hit one million downloads, right? And like you know something inside him broke because that could have been, act that could have been more, and it could have probably helped to keep the studio afloat.
1: I'd like to see the metrics on who of those five million who beat the game, because like. (laughs) Uh, it's a free game, so you're not like inclined to to right, you know, play the whole thing through. You're just kind of trying it out, and that's five million. That's millions of people who probably wouldn't have played the game otherwise, and yeah. you're getting a chance to show these people your work, and it would give them if they like it, they are going to want to buy more stuff. Uh, yeah. And it it sounds like they kind of screwed it, so. So basically, I think the moral of the story is if you're going to release a game on PlayStation Plus for free, uh it's got to be good or else it's not going yeah. <laughs> to it's not going to be good for you. Yeah. I mean, I mean releasing a game is is rough because how do you get it in front of people? Like even if the game's really yeah. good, you're not guaranteed to get it in front of people. Um mm-hmm. so being on PlayStation Plus for free is a great way to get it in front of people. But uh yeah. It's gotta be good or else it's not gonna work. especially
0: out. a series like odd world which has you know you know for a long time struggled with trying to get you know mass appeal like people have heard of odd world they never really like played it or like even tried it this was a good chance for them to give it a shot right and if they liked it maybe they could have gone back and tried the other games but you know i guess nobody liked it <laughs>
1: Uh, so that's that. Sad, very sad. Yeah, very sad. Uh, what do we got next? Will
0: we got uh Sonic? I didn't know about this. Uh, yes yeah, Sonic Origins release date to be revealed soon after ratings and art uh leaked online. Oh, Sonic I remember this. Is- this is the Sonic the Hedgehog. It's the collection of the Genesis games. Yay! Yeah, with uh new features and crap. Sonic the Hedgehog has been in a bit of a resurgence these days. He has another hit film, and the upcoming coming Sonic Frontiers looks promising. But what uh, has been lost in conversation, though, is Sonic Origins. Announced almost a year ago, the compilation brings together Sonic 1, 2, 3, uh, and Knuckles and Sonic CD. Uh, there has uh, been almost no news on the game since its initial reveal. However, Origins was recently raided in South Korea. In addition, the title has had some promotional art leaked. A Sonic Origins release date announcement could be right around the corner. A PC version of Sonic Origins was rated all ages in Korea. Here is the promo art as spotted on the PlayStation Network. And there it is. Hold on. Uh,
1: Flo says, isn't there a site you can check to see how many people have achieved a certain trophy? Uh, I believe uh, it is PSN yeah. profiles and every... Trophy is ultra rare. <laughs> oh you know, uncommon, very rare, very rare. Uncommon. Uh there are no there are no common
0: trophies. Well, who sets the the commonality of the trophies? Is that the developers or is that based on how many people have gotten the trophy? I just assumed it's how many people have gotten it. Because i always wonder that.
1: I, yeah, I don't know how else you could tell like, like how, the percentage yeah. of people who have gotten certain trophies. Uh, the chosen because, like, one got yeah. every other trophy. That is
0: 1.26%. Because... Uh, f- what was I going to say? Because if, if it's based on like how many people have played the game, then yeah... All the odd world game, all the odd world trophies are going to be uncommon because it's an uncommon game to play. Whereas something like Spider Man, which is apparently the most platinum game in PlayStation trophy history, yeah, those are going to be much more common because everybody's played that game and everybody's tried the platinum that game. I- I'm assuming that this is of people who have played the game,
1: right? Oh, here we go. One common trophy: end uh, a level with positive karma. Okay. So that could uh, be
0: like, you know, the beginning of the game.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to see what the trophy is for just beating the game. Complete every level without Abe dying. Achieve every badge in the game. Uh, 1.36%. Game Master Gold achieved three quarters of the different badges across the whole game, 1.82%. Gameplay Master... Oh, Bronze. 5.59%. Uh, I'd assume that's probably like beating the game. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to Sonic. Uh, yeah. So I guess this is the promotional art? That's the promotional art. That'll probably also be like the box
0: art for like the physical version Cool, or cool, cool. Yeah. I like It looks very very classic uh it's got amy it's got metal sonic it's got everybody it's got everybody from the game uh with Cla- these classic airbrushed look yeah the and that's the japanese style specifically oh because the americans the american sonic the hedgehog is actually different from this era if you ever look okay. at the character model side by side Uh, with these two pieces of information it looks highly likely that Sonic Origins will receive a 2022 release date along with the aforementioned Sonic Frontiers the collection itself is quite interesting as it is being ported using the Retro Engine which was used on the mobile ports of some Sonic games, this means the games will not feature emulation and will run natively, expect tweaks like being able to play the games in 16 by 9 widescreen
1: that better be a Just more screen real estate and not stretch. Well, yeah.
0: Have you ever played the the iPhone version of Sonic? Yes. 1 or 2? Yes. Yeah. It's exactly that.
1: They are great. So,
0: and they're going to they're going to do the same thing with Sonic uh, Sonic Three and Knuckles, which never got iOS ports.
1: Um, I pulled up a picture of a uh, Sonic's Japanese versus the American designs from back yeah. in the day. Uh, Japan got it way better. Yeah. We got like the edgy, like the weird edgy, like
0: looking Sonic, but yeah, he's and it's so weird because like American Sonic was our Sonic, but I look at him now and it's like this. This is wrong.
1: Yeah. No, he this he doesn't off. look right. It looks like yeah. w- weirdly deformed. Yeah. Compared to like the nice clean looking Japanese Sonic. Yeah. And then I don't know what this is. Japan, America, Europe. And <laughs> Europe looks like all, all
0: fucked up. Do you ever see the European box art for Sonic Three? Because it is bizarre. Uh, no. I'm look, yeah. pulling it
1: up right now. Whoa! Yeah. This thing. <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Knuckles just smushed in the corner down there. <laughs> Sonic's got like a, a like a human hand. Yeah. It's like it's, just, it's it takes like up more than his body.
0: This and this. <laughs>
1: It looks like his he doesn't have an arm and his uh, his hand yeah. is his whole arm. Yeah. It looks like he's wearing a foam finger. <laughs> it's nah, yeah, it's, it's not good. The logo's sick. though. the Sonic 3 logo, that's kind of yeah, sick. Yeah, no, that
0: that's a good cut, yeah.
1: And it's freaking uh, uh the the Circus World. The Circus Level. Yeah. That's weird cuz that's the worst level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> weird to lead with the worst one
0: okay so what's yeah. the release date uh no official release date but it every according to the fact that it got rated and the fact that uh the promotional art was found on the playstation network it looks like it's coming out this year okay so
1: uh 2020 which is
0: good they haven't said anything since they announced it
1: uh they're speculating it's going to be with sonic frontiers which uh would yeah. make a little bit of sense that's great, because I am excited for this, because it's like the best versions of these games. Yeah, I don't know if we know about the music for Sonic
0: 3, though. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen anything about that. So Sonic 3 I know has,
1: Wh-
0: Sonic 3 has not
1: been re-released uh, in a very, very, very long time. Yeah.
0: I know Christian Whitehead did a prototype of Sonic 3... On iOS. He had the game up and running. And in his dev document, he said that he was able to replace any of the music in Sonic 3 that sounded too much like Michael Jackson music with music from the PC port of Sonic 3 from like 98, which is completely different music. So, I mean, I hope they keep the original soundtrack because that was fucking fantastic. But they they have a replacement if necessary.
1: I'd imagine it's one of those situations where they're like, uh, I mean, we want the original, but I don't know if we can. Like, they're we'll try, yeah. and then it just gets stuck in limbo forever. Yeah. Um, anyway, we got so much more Sonic news, guys.
0: Yeah, there's a new 3D open-world Sonic game, and it's in Roblox. God Sega. damn it! mega has teamed up with roblox developers GameFam, to launch sonic speed simulator a new 3d sonic game available inside roblox the game is in a paid closed beta stage right now uh but if you w- if you can wait a few days it'll be free to play starting this weekend on saturday april 16th at 7 a.m uh, pacific or 10 a.m eastern uh which means it's available now and here you can see the trailer Uh, Sonic Speed Simulator is the fastest game in Roblox and features everyone's favorite speedster, Sonic the Hedgehog, reads the official synopsis. The game lets you zip around various worlds and through classic Sonic loops and obstacles solo or with a friend to earn rewards, including different Sonic character skins and pets to increase your stats. Likewise, if if Roblox players manage to rank up uh, 10,000 likes for Sonic Speed Simulator, they'll unlock an exclusive Sonic the Hedgehog skin for their avatar. We've worked closely with Sega to create an official Sonic the Hedgehog experience on Roblox uh, that will authentically delight the hundreds of millions of Blue Blur fa- fans across the world as GameFam CEO Joe uh, uh We're proud that Sega entrusted our talented team of creators to bring Sonic to the metaverse ugh, and deliver <laughs> the highest velocity and probably the best looking game in Roblox history. Sonic fans eagerly awaiting another 3D Sonic game. Can check out Sonic Speed Simulator and Roblox on PC, tablet, mobile device, or, and on Xbox consoles by downloading the Roblox app. Uh, this, I'm not looks lie, like a, this looks very good. Yeah, it looks like a whole-ass Sonic game. Yeah.
1: So, so Roblox development—I've—I uh, don't know anything about Roblox. I—I—I I, I, I do know yeah, that I, they have some crazy like development tools yeah like there, there's and there's people who develop specifically in roblox and like that's their career yeah uh so i guess sonic tried to or sega tried to yeah. you know capitalize on that and they yeah. let them put sonic in there which is pretty freaking awesome they teamed up with yeah. uh they didn't team up with roblox they teamed up with a roblox developer by the way yeah which is kind of crazy because uh people do there's a lot of copyright infringement in Roblox. Oh yeah. And Sega just kind of like fuck it. <laughs> we'll just instead instead of trying to fight it, we'll just roll with it.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's been Sega for a long time. I mean, they got you know, the guy who used to do Sonic, you know, emulations illegally, They'd be like, "Hey, you want to make a Sonic game?"
1: I hope that it pays so, off for them because it's it's way more awesome than, than, than trying to uh, penalize your fans. Just yes. give them, just give them what they want and try to try to uh, profit off of that. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah, man. I guess I'm really gonna have to download fucking Roblox and play this <laughs> stupid game because it looks good. It I looks feel like, like all those fan mods that like people have made trying to like prototype a 3D Sonic. I feel like it's going
1: to be very difficult to download Roblox and play that game. Yeah. It, it, I, if you know I Roblox, I'm sure it'll be easy. But if, if you, if you're us and in your thirties trying I, to play the game,
0: I clicked some link to like the Roblox marketplace. And there was just like a hundred different Sonic games. None of them were this.
1: Yeah. That's why it's bizarre that Sega would be like, sure. This one can yeah. use ours and we'll just pretend like the other ones don't exist. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so, but that's, that's fun. Hey, that is fun. Do you think this is go- like a taste of what like frontiers would be like this style? I really hope that they, that's why they that, did that? I really hope that they, uh,
1: adapt that stuff. Cause this is the, like you said, it's the style that all the Sonic fan games are trying to adapt. Yeah. Uh, so I hope that, uh, I hope that they go with it. I hope that, uh, Sonic frontiers does something similar. I, I really hope. Yeah they don't fuck that up i i i have I now i i think there's a lot of potential for a sonic game like frontiers but i think that there's also a lot of potential for them to fuck it up oh yeah
0: yeah though no, you should 100 percent be cautious about sonic frontiers
1: spoopy girl with 500 bits bits for the boys and to celebrate internet just back after 15 hour spectrum outage oh my good lord oh wow that's another problem we got in this country Got bad yep. ISPs, bad, bad internet, very bad. Um. Anyway, one, just one last. If you are sick of hearing about Sonic, too bad. We got one more for you. <laughs> uh, Sonic
0: or Sega? Oh, it's Sega. <laughs> Sega, yes. What's the difference, really? But it's not. It's not Sonic related, though. It's other Sega sure. games. Sure. Sega Sammy Holdings is developing a big-budget reboots of its Dreamcast games Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio as it taps its back catalog in a search of global hits like Epic Games' uh, Fortnite, according to people familiar with the plans. The two titles would be the first uh, entries in Sega's Super Game Initiative, which the company announced a year ago as an effort to develop reoccurring revenue sources and build online communities around its software portfolio. Fortnite has become a role model for such games, free to play, available cross-platform, host large multiplayer contests, and include extras like vehicles, construction, and social events on top of the usual combat, spurring spurring player purchases of in-game items. The new Crazy Taxi has already been in development for over a year, and the Tokyo-based entertainment group uh, aims to release it within the next two to three years, uh, the people said, asking not to be named as the information is not yet public. It, it, uh, it names alongside Jet Set Radio in Sega's annual report a year ago on a list of intellectual property assets that Sega wanted to uh, recapitalize on uh, by bringing them up to date. Both new games are in early stages of creation and could still be canceled, the people said. <laughs> Sega spokesperson... Uh, said the company has no comment uh, to make at this time. The Super Game project is led by Sega's video game unit chief, um, Suji uh, uh, Yatsumi, a former PlayStation executive, and currently includes plans uh, for about four such titles, according to the people. The company said last year that its European studio is working on a first-person shooter Super Game, and the plan was to offer content and services that can create a larger community and as much revenue as 100 billion yen or $78 million in lifetime revenue. Uh, Sega's online role-playing game, Fantasy Star Online 2, fits this criteria for a global multiplayer hit, but it has so far failed to stir up a thriving market with its in-game purchasing offers. Oh, really? uh, Japan, the Japanese company, plays uh, plans to address this aspect of monetization more aggressively in its upcoming titles. Taxi, uh, crazy Taxi, Crazy Taxi casts the players in the role of a high-speed, uh, a high-speed above all else taxi driver. And Jet Set Radio is an award-winning uh, street action game, both released on the play on the Dreamcast in 2000. Past installments never turned into major commercial hits, but did develop a devoted fan base, even as niche titles.
1: Uh, I don't understand uh, what they're saying is a super game. Uh, is it a platform,
0: or is it not? It's uh, Fortnite, basically. It's it's a game that has broad multiplayer appeal, where uh, characters can customize their avatars and purchase in-game items to further customize their avatars, and they compete in like head-to-head competition and co-op gameplay and things so, like so, that. So, so that is what. Yes, they are saying, like, Fortnite.
1: That is not Fortnite. Fortnite has, like, community-made game modes and shit. Like, Fortnite is a platform. I don't see how you can take Crazy Taxi and turn it into that level of a super game, you know? Like, Crazy Taxi, you're going to fucking play Crazy Taxi, and then there's going to be, like, you know, like, challenges and stuff and in-game, like, items you can earn or buy but that's not fucking fortnite that's more like valorant or something
0: yeah crazy taxi is not like a mass multiplayer type of game it can have right. multiplayer but like you know 30 people r- racing through the streets of san francisco trying to pick up fares i don't think is the type of is going to lead to the type of gameplay experience sega thinks it's going to lead to
1: yeah same thing with jet uh... set
0: radio maybe but <laughs> No. even then. It, it
1: it I also don't have any faith in Sega putting that much effort into a game like at all. Like that. like that much uh uh I don't see Sega putting effort into a game to make it last a, lo- a long time. Like uh especially yeah. if they have trouble with Fantasy Star cuz I thought that game was doing good. I didn't know that. It's it, it doing
0: well, but the uh their in-game marketplace is uh, hasn't been what they want it to be, and that's the big thing because that's where like all these games, like Fortnite, want to make their revenue from the in-game marketplace. Right. So th- they're looking. That's what they're really looking for. It's a game that people can play forever and can s- support through in-app purchases. I think there's a lot of great potential for Crazy Taxi and Jet Grind Radio, but
1: uh, yeah, this seems weird. Also, this it. <laughs> did this article have a note? Uh, there's one article that I saw
0: mentioned NFTs. So so, uh, so this article did not. But yeah, part of the Super Games initiative was also looking into uh, how NFTs can uh, be implemented into these games. Which Sega said they wouldn't do. They said they're not going to do NFTs. I think Sega of America said they weren't going to do but Sega of Japan never said that. Uh true, true.
1: Uh we got I wanted to read some people in chat. Now I'm No, no, I I lost them. You people you people say too many things. Oh, uh, uh... M. Andrew says, right, you play five minutes of Crazy Taxi, and then you go do something else. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, Is Luke Real says, does anybody remember the Crazy Taxi mobile game? I remember. Were you at E3 that year when uh, we were in an Uber? was PAX, and I was at oh, it was that, Pax. Yeah. We were in an Uber, and we were telling the guy, the guy was talking to us, we were like, yeah, we were at a video game convention. And he, and he's like, they should make a video game about, uber driving and i was like what do you mean and he's like well you pick up people and then you drop them off at the destination you like earn points and stuff and i was like that there is a game it's called crazy taxi and he's like crazy taxi what's that and i was like you can get it on your phone i think and while he's driving the car he goes into the google play store on his phone and he downloads crazy taxi yep all
0: right so this is an interview with um Tsuji, uh Yatsumi about the Super Games initiative. According to him, uh, they will be AAA titles that cross over Sega's comprehensive range of technologies and will be part of a bigger five-year plan. Okay. Uh, so the idea of it—that sentence sounds fine. Take you know Sega's back catalog and mine it to make new big-budget AAA titles. Uh. And then he says uh, several titles are being developed under this framework through which each title may be very different from another. He did explain that all of them will be uh, interactive titles that go beyond the traditional framework of games. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and That uh, includes... Uh, oh, here we go. And yes, it seems that some of these super games could feature NFTs as Sega producer uh, Masayoshi uh Kikuchi explained during one part of the interview gaming history has a hist- gaming has a history of expansion through the connection of various cultures and technologies. for example social networking and game uh, game video viewing are recent examples. It is a natural extension for the future of gaming that will that will expand to involve a new area such as cloud gaming and nfts. We are also developing super games from the perspective of how far game how far different games can be connected to each other.
1: We're going to make a game, but it's not going to be a game. It's going to be more than a game. That's usually the start of a pitch that makes me walk away
0: (laughs) or click out or do something else. I feel like part of me, maybe it's just because I'm a naive idiot, but part of me wants to believe that Sega doesn't know what NFTs are and just said that because they know it's a new technology that other game developers are talking about. I mean, we should not necessarily it. mean that they're going to put it. Put we it shit that. on NFTs all the
1: time. Yeah. Uh,
0: because they, they are bad and stupid and you should they, not. So they
1: see, I don't see a world where it makes sense, but more and more people are picking it up for whatever reason. And part of me feels like it's just like we're old and like the younger mm-hmm. generation sees something that we don't. But like, what is the thing? Because I keep looking into what? it, and it keeps tu- I, everything I keep turning up is just nonsense. Things that we've it's
0: already had. Even, it's not even the younger generation. It's dudes our age and a little bit older who are like starting this and a part of it. Right. It's not. It's not. No, the but I'm I'm, see-
1: I'm seeing uh, more people of the younger generation are. Are on board with it. Maybe it's because they're young and stupid. <laughs> <But> <laughs> That's that, gotta be it. They don't. But yeah. The the pioneers are the people who are our age, who are who want yeah. to exploit the the stupid people. So yeah. I don't know. It's it's kind of weird and scary the way the way it's working out. And I feel like they're here to stay, even though well, they don't make any fucking sense. It, well, it doesn't make. They, sheer, they can't possibly
0: be profitable for anybody. Through sheer perseverance, they've become normalized. Right, because right. you know, I mean, you look at you shit like the Board Eight Yacht Club and stuff. Like those are like the independent NFT grifters and whatnot. But the fact that you have like major companies like Sega and Ubisoft, and I got an email last week about DC Comics NFTs. Just, just like the fact that major major companies are like dipping their toes into this and offering their own versions of it. The fact that it's become so normalized—that's probably were... what is like you know attracting younger people into it cuz they don't know they they were giving one away for the for seeing
1: Batman on the first week or something yeah uh M- mastaboog in the chat says nfts are new age farts in a jar <laughs> <laughs> um like when people like came out with his nfts back in the like the start of the whole movement like i was like all right good for him he's an artist that found found a way to make money off of it and then right after that people saw how much money they could make in the nft market and they just started fucking going wild with it and at first it was just for artists to make a like digital artists to make money because you know back you know like i would buy prints from artists and stuff but like these days it's harder to do that uh because you could just look at it on your on your phone and then go okay cool here's a like and then that's the end of that. But now you can own a yeah. piece of it and that's pretty cool. But um it all, it immediately got picked up by people who just wanted to turn a quick buck and and it got ruined.
0: And even like even then like the that initial concept of like you owning a piece of digital art I don't necessarily think that's entirely true. It's it was like their unique spin on offering on a, there was their unique spin on a new way to offer Jpegs in a way yeah because, because the whole thing was started by like crypto bros who were looking for like the next step in uh cryptocurrency and this was it yeah um i mean
1: it it makes sense to want something so that digital artists can sell their work and 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 turn the same type of profit that a physical artist could, um, but there's a lot of flaws in the model that are easily exploited and have been already by you know corporate elite types. Like the whole idea of crypto is to be free and open f- so anybody could invest and make money and 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 uh, yeah and so we don't need like the government to handle our currency and whatever but it ends because of all of the flaws in the way that it works it's now just the super rich
0: people who profit <laughs> yeah it's it it's <laughs> they, they didn't fix anything they just shifted all the problems in a different direction yeah exactly so uh, yeah. In
1: in the exact opposite direction that they set out to fix in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you have to leave and come back. You're frozen. Oh crap! All right, goodbye. Oh, I'm gonna do NFTs of physical games. A screenshot of my physical games for one dollar. All right, Felipe's giving away his physical games for a dollar. Everybody. Um. Oh, we don't have this as as a as an Here we article. Are. Hi. We don't have this as an article, but WADA is, is going to start grading uh, physical games. I, I'm sorry. WADA is going to start grading uh, modern physical games like Switch games and Xbox games and stuff.
0: I I should have. I, I apologize. No, there was something more interesting than that. There was a Reddit post from a lawyer saying he was trying to build a class action lawsuit against WADA. Oh,
1: That's, we need that.
0: (laughs) uh, Let me try to find that. All right, well, while you find that,
1: I'm going to look at uh, the status of Kojima Productions. So is this about his tweet? Yeah, this is about his tweet. I'm just going to read his tweet. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole article. So Kojima posted this picture of the, uh, it's like a a banner image that says uh, PlayStation Studios, and it's all the PlayStation Studio games. And you'll see all the way on the left, is Norman Reedus from Death Stranding uh, as one of the PlayStation studio games. Then Kojima quote-tweeted it and said, I'm sorry for the misunderstanding, but Kojima Productions has been and all, will continue to be an independent studio. Uh, which is kind of confusing because then why is he in yeah. the banner?
0: I think, isn't Death Stranding a... Because Sony did produce that game and it is a PlayStation right. exclusive. Right. So... It stands to reason that maybe Death Stranding is a PlayStation game or a PlayStation Studios game. But Kojima Productions as a whole is not a PlayStation Studio company.
1: Yeah, so it seemed like a second party thing or something or one of those yeah. jobbies. Yeah. So uh but also I mean that game is out on PC now, and I think yeah. well it's not on play it's not on Xbox though. No, well- well, anyway, uh, while some ex- have accepted Kojima at his word, others point o- out that Blue Point was forced to make a similar statement after, ironically enough, it too had its Sony acquisition leaked by an image. Oh, so people are saying oh, that Kojima right. might be might be yeah. adopted by by PlayStation. And it still doesn't explain why Sam Bridges is now tucked onto the end of PlayStation Studios' shiny new banner image. So watch this space, I guess. I suspect that this won't be the last time we'll be reporting on this story. PlayStation has recently gone on a spending spree, a- acquiring studios such as Housemark, Bluepoint, Firesprite, Nix's, Valkyrie, Jade Raymond's Haven, and of course, Destiny Maker Bungie. I forgot about the Bungie acquisition. Yeah. So it's possible they might just straight up buy Kojima Productions, but uh, yeah, maybe they're in talks and they they jump the gun a little bit. Uh, I I mean I don't I mean I don't see why they wouldn't want Kojima, and I don't see why Kojima wouldn't want to work with them. He's been working with PlayStation. For, it does for many make years. the most.
0: Sense. Isn't uh, isn't Ko- uh, Kojima Productions though working on an Xbox game right now? Or did I make that up? No, I think not like right. an exclusive, but like like they had talks with Microsoft, and they're going to bring some games to. I could I could be making that.
1: Remember up. when Kojima left Konami and he went on his world tour? I'd imagine yes. that Kojima, if he's looking to be bought out, he's probably got the lay of the land. He's probably shopping around to everybody. Yeah, you know. Um, but I mean, it's also possible that he wants some freedom, and he just want like. Uh, I'm sure PlayStation would be more than happy to be like, "Hey, Kojima, you working on a new game? Here's all the money you want."
0: <laughs> yeah, like,
1: like he doesn't have to get bought. He could just pretty much do whatever he wants. Anyway, uh, did you happen to find right. the thing?
0: I did. Let me. I'll put it at the top of the keep. Okay. There we go. Okay. Potential class action lawsuit against uh, Wada Games. Why are you? Oh, here we are. Uh, hello. I am a I am an attorney, a game collector, and a longtime community member. My law firm is presently preparing a class action case to be filed against Collectors Universe and Wada Games Inc. in USDC Federal Court in California. If anyone would like to join the case, uh, would like to join the class as a named plaintiff, please send me a message and we can go from there. In order to be a named plaintiff, uh, you would have to have had sent a game in for grading with WADA Games, Inc. within the last two years and not receive it back in the window estimated by WADA Games. Oh, no. Uh, You do not have to reside in California to participate as the case will be filed in federal court and we will be attempting to certify a nationwide case. While the complaint is not yet finalized, I can offer an overview of the issues. The claims intended uh, the claims intended include unfair business practices, RiCO violations, and fraud claims. Specifically the complaint addresses the statement on the company's website involving false estimates, uh, turnaround false estimated turnaround times, the fact that paying that paying increased fees does not actually result in a different service level and the market manipulation allegations that were more fully addressed in the Carl Jobs YouTube video and the Seth uh, Abramson's article. This post is intended as a public comment, not as a solicitation. Uh, okay, so is this focused on
1: the whole, like not getting the game back in a certain window like if you send it off for grading or is this focused on them
0: specifically manipulating the market it, it sounds like the primary thing is not getting your game back uh, the manipulation of the market appears to be like a secondary
1: uh, wow, well, that's part the, of this game. that's the biggest deal bro.
0: that's the major one yeah <laughs>
1: that's kind of needs to be fixed immediately
0: this this could be like their like al capone went to jail for tax evasion true not for all the other actual crime shit he did so not getting your games back in the time that wada claims even though like because that's on their website that's Mm -hmm. what they're advertising is like you will get your game back in a certain amount of time you can even pay to get it back faster so if they can like immediately go after them for that, and then the secondary reasoning could be the market manipulation. Right, right. But the, if they can punish Wada for false advertising, they could probably deal a lot of damage to make up for the market manipulation. So, if you people think we're speaking another
1: language right now, uh, Wada Games is the is the company that you send your retro games to, and they will grade it for it give you a grading uh we've uh of uh, in we've in the past talked about how uh they purposely grade certain things really high uh to then sell on affiliated websites for astronomical prices in order to inflate the 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 price of of it's 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 basically money laundering they're they're money laundering <clears throat> yeah uh Here's a tweet from them. This was f- from April 15th. This was from Friday. So this was a while ago. Wow. And I only just saw it today. Um, WADA announces Modern Grading. We will be officially launching our Modern Grading services soon, which will include seventh generation on video games. The eligible consoles for Modern Grading being added to our current services will include PlayStation 3, Nintendo DS, Xbox 1, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Nintendo Switch and Xbox Series X. Uh, I don't know why 3DS isn't there. Um maybe they don't know that 3DS is different than DS. <laughs> yeah. Also weird that PlayStation 3 is there and not Xbox 360. True. Uh Again, maybe they don't know that they're the same generation. Yeah. And then here's this pop report news. Check out the newest wave of static pop reports. Just set live pop reports have arrived. We released our NES pop report. I don't know what a pop report is. Include in the release are sealed games for the following systems. We can't wait to bring
0: you information and just, okay. I don't understand. Oh, pop. That's a population report.
1: Oh, so just how many of certain games are graded? Yeah. Like somebody posted a screenshot. Star Trek The Next Generation at a 9.6. Uh, interesting. Uh, oh, Disney's Aladdin assembled in Mexico Majesco release 9.8. Interesting. Okay. Uh, can we see these games? <laughs> so, so WADA has also been caught uh, rating things really high that definitely shouldn't be rated high. You can like see like, yeah. physical creasing in the boxes and stuff uh, because they're manipulating the market. Uh, M Andrew says, I think I heard Bomberman64 second attack was possibly a victim of theirs. Would explain the insane secondhand prices now. I mean, everything's been inflated to shit partly because of covid but also because of these assholes
0: yeah uh a population report is essentially an accounting of this is for baseball cards uh accounting of the cards the companies have graded uh it allows you to see how many say cy young cards one of uh, one of them has graded even beyond that population reports also detail how many cards in particular condition have been graded so it's the amount of stuff they've got uh of one particular game they've gotten in, what they've graded and how they've graded it. So that would This was a big deal because they weren't releasing that for a very long time.
1: Oh good. Well I'm sure that all the backlash has made them release that. Um,
0: yeah.
1: But and, and obviously that affects what uh the what the price of a certain thing's gonna be. If there's gonna be a lot of nine point eights of Aladdin, then that game's not gonna be worth that yeah. much. Um but, I mean, the last couple of games that have been the best or the highest-selling retro game of all time, the last couple of them were incredibly popular games. Um, yeah. They might not have been popular in that they were 9.8s, but I don't think any of them should have been 9.8s, to be yeah. honest with you. <laughs> so, just because it's on the chart doesn't mean it's legit. They could still be manipulating yeah. it in other ways. Um, anyway. That's all we got on WADA, right?
0: Yeah. There's a company I hope goes out of business.
1: Yeah, what was the other rating website? I want to support them as much as possible.
0: Oh, f- yeah. And they were actually around longer than WADA.
1: Yeah, WADA popped up seemingly out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. Uh, f- no... VGA, says M. Andrew. I think think it was. Video Game Authority? I think that's right. Yeah, VGA, Video Game Authority.
1: I thought I saw it with an H or something. No grade, an investigation into the Video Game Authority. Uh Uh-oh, are they bad too? Uh, (laughs) Uh, Action Figure Authority
0: yeah That's they,
1: like their uh, sister company oh okay i'll have to read that later uh okay anyway
0: uh more news let's okay. talk about the witcher 3
1: and we, uh, you know how much we love playing,
0: it <laughs> don't count on playing the witcher 3's next gen update in the near future cd project red has delayed the free update uh The free upgrades release until further notice after deciding to finish the project with an internal development team instead of Saber Interactive. The company wants to evaluate the necessary scope of work, according to a statement. The Wild Hunt update was originally slated to arrive in the second quarter of this year uh, before the end of June. It would refresh the 2015 game for PS5, Xbox Series X and S and PC with ray tracing, uh, faster loading times and possibly other features taking advantage of modern hardware. This would be a complete addition with expansions and other content, including material inspired by the Netflix series. Uh, it's not certain what prompted the decision to drop the outside studio. This isn't necessarily an attempt to avoid a repeat of Cyberpunk 2077's buggy launch. However, it wouldn't be surprising if CD Projekt Red exercises caution. This will be the last Witcher release until the new title based on Unreal Engine 5, Uh a polished experience will uh will make sure games have a fi- the games have a favorable opinion of the series by the time the new series the uh, new follow-up arrives so I saw somewhere else that part of the reason why they are doing this internally is because the Sabre interactive studio that was developing the wild Hunt upgrade was Russian. And CD oh. Projekt Red has, has been very vocal about pulling uh, their support of Russian studios until the war in Ukraine is over. Interesting. So I think that's a I think that's a big part of it. That being said, that that's very admirable of them. But by, by all accounts, CD Projekt Red is a shit show right now. <laughs> so, like pulling it internally to get it done when Cyberpunk still has a lot of work to be done, even though a lot of work's been done on it already. And you're starting Witcher 4 with a brand new engine. We're not going to see this upgrade anytime soon. I mean, it makes
1: makes sense why they would suspend it indefinitely. This is the least important thing that they're doing right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We don't need a a next gen version of the Witcher 3. Maybe they're doing it as part of the development for Witcher 4. Like this is like a test.
0: Well, it's Witcher 4 is going to be a whole new engine. So I don't know why they would test it off in an old engine. True. I feel like, if anything, this is just marketing for Witcher Four. True, you know, get polishing it up with a free upgrade for next gen systems, you know, that that's good marketing for it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I feel I
1: feel bad it, for a CD Projekt. Uh, it's it's whatever they release next is gonna it, it's gonna have a lot of eyeballs on it. People are yeah. gonna
0: criticize the hell out of it. Like, uh, like honestly, if Witcher Four is not the best game of all time, like they're pro- they're boned. Yeah, they got to put a lot of work into that. Yeah,
1: they got to polish the hell out of that. Um, well, I mean, who is anybody really clamoring for a next gen port of The Witcher Three? Game's been out for so long. It's been on PC for so long. It works just fine.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Witcher's is one of those games that like. It's like 300 hours but like people keep playing it. Mhm. It's it's like Skyrim or Breath of the Wild, like that's a game like everybody just goes back to regardless of whether or not you beat it. True.
1: Uh I I was looking up Video Game Authority. Yeah. Uh and I found this article or it's a Reddit post from 11 years ago. Is the Jeez. Video Game Authority a joke or are they just ahead of the game? <laughs> Uh, You can grade currency, sports cards, and other items. When these items are graded, it is commonly accepted and usually desired to have items that are graded higher. They're they're respected organizations, and I think that's the most important thing to take into consideration. The only thing I get out of the VGA is that they aid in the price gouging unintentionally, question mark. Again, this is from 11 years ago. Yeah. For items that shouldn't be worth anywhere near what people ask for on eBay. As far as I know, there isn't a brick and mortar store in existence that actively sells VGA-graded items as a legitimate product, nor is there an active collector's market for these items. Have you met anyone who collects or actively uses VGA for grading purposes? Maybe my suggestions are premature and we still need to let the gaming collecting market come into its own. And these, ga- these guys are just ahead of the curve. Remember those those days when you could just go <laughs> to a retro game store and pick up a copy of mario brothers for five bucks yep good times and and, and we were we, we thought we thought we had it all <laughs> yeah now you go into a retro game store you see the original mario brothers and they're like 50 bucks please give me
0: yeah and you could eat my ass for that mm.
1: please please do uh, anyway, let's plow through some more news. Speaking of eating okay. ass, let's plow through some more news. <laughs> this is now the second <laughs> Wolf Den podcast where we've talked about eating ass.
0: Yeah. It's, 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 uh, anyway, Ninja Turtles, dude. You <laughs> Getting a physical collector's edition that is 150 fucking dollars. Uh, and you're going to get it. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. This is way like this collector's edition is cool. I like the stuff that comes with it. I am not spending $150 on a on a game like this. This is this is a digital download to my Switch. That's it. Not worth a fit not worth a physical edition, let alone a hundred and fifty dollar physical edition.
1: M Andrew in the chat
0: says, Oh yeah, pizza time. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay, so the collector's edition of the Cowabunga collection includes a physical copy of the game, a 16 by 24 cloth poster, a 4.5 by, uh, by 5 inch layered acrylic diorama, five enamel pins, 12 translucent trading cards, and a 5.5 5 by 8 inch 180 page art book with a chapter dedicated to each of the 13 games in the compilation. Oh, that's fucking it, cool. And- yeah, it's got all new artwork from Kevin Eastman, like including his interpretation of the Turtles in Time artwork. Uh, yeah, it's it's got cool stuff. This is not one hundred and fifty dollars. Cool. Uh, yeah, I, would,
1: I, honestly, I only want the art book and it's not one hundred and fifty dollars. Cool.
0: Yeah, I would say if you if you want to get this physically stick with the forty dollar regular ass version or hang around GameStop for a little bit because, like, unsold collector's editions drop to like standard retail price all the time. You might get lucky and get yourself this for forty bucks. Uh,
1: yeah, that's only if it's not like heavily sought after. Right. Well, now everything is heavily sought after. True. Buy it. Keep it in the box. Send it to VGA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Willow Davis says would you say you were shell shocked at the price yeah uh, oh
0: shell shocked
1: <laughs> so I mean that's really I really just want the freaking art book if they sell that separately yeah. I would get that in a heartbeat but and that's a, what, a hundred and how many pages Uh, f- 180 30. pages yeah with all 13 all, games
0: all 13 games
1: that's freaking awesome but uh yeah i'm not uh i'm not spending 150 bucks on that i don't even like getting physical games so this yeah. is a digital ass purchase if i ever done seen a 100 oh, <laughs> percent um anyway uh moving on to more news about john wick yeah
0: no about the john uh, wick sh- creator a Streets of Rage movie adaptation is in the works from John Wick franchise creator uh, Derek Kolstad, according to a report from Deadline. Kolstad reportedly wrote the film script. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog producer, DG, DJ2 Entertainment, and Escape Artists uh, will produce the adaptation. Uh, Streets of Rage began uh, back in 1991. It saw its long awaited uh, sequel, Streets of Rage 4, come out in 2020. It is a side-scrolling beat-em-up series originated on the Sega Genesis, uh, centered around ex-police fighting a crime syndicate. It is a favorite game series of mine. I do not think this will make a good movie at all.
1: Uh, <laughs> There's just no said, story.
0: I am all in on this. <laughs> oh my god. So what's the, is, what, what did I, this
1: guy do? He Did he write John Wick? He wrote John Wick. He wrote f- all the John Wicks. I feel like that doesn't matter. I feel like writing John Wick doesn't matter. I feel like the direction and Keanu Reeves himself is what made that movie. I feel like I feel like it, the story was does it didn't matter at
0: all. Well, the story, the story was very basic, yes. But there, the one of the brilliant things about John Wick was it it, it built in this lore to it, yeah. That you didn't realize was there until like you go back and you start to see like oh, the, the gold coins mean something. The tattoos mean something. There's the, all these rules for this hotel. Why are there rules for this hotel? And it's slowly around the, the, the world building.
1: Yeah, but I feel like I feel like a lot of that world building was visual. Well,
0: yeah, but like. But he still has to write that down in the script. That has to come from somewhere. The action right. scenes and like the general direction of it, yes, it's a hundred percent Keanu and the directors. But you know, I feel I feel like you know Kolstad does deserve some monochrome of credit for the general world building and just the general idea of what the John John Wick franchise is. Sure. I don't necessarily think that will translate to Streets of Rage. Right. Yeah, exactly. I right. I don't
1: Yeah, I don't I don't Yeah, I have I have zero faith in this. I don't especially I don't think Streets because, of Rage is the type of franchise that you could do something like this with.
0: Especially because Streets of Rage like that's a series that's built entirely around its action. Like the only way this will work is if they get a director of the same level as you know the two guys who directed John Wick and then you know continue with the series. So if if they don't if they don't get someone like that, if they just get some guy who, who directs like episodes of uh you know fucking Parks and Rec, <laughs> then I don't necessarily think this is you know this is gonna work.
1: Um Cosmic Omelette says I love the movie The Warriors. It would be cool if we could get a nineties setting <laughs> Lots of neon colors, badass fight scenes, and a CGI kangaroo beating the shit out of at least one dude.
0: Yeah. It's another thing, too. Everyone, like, most beat-em-ups are just the Warriors. And if if you do not do enough to differentiate yourself, people are going to watch this and go, that's the Warriors. I could just watch the Warriors. Fun
1: fact, my mom thinks that I live in the Warriors every day of my life.
0: Yes. She well, that's what
1: New York is like.
0: Well, I mean, I hope... She, I know I, I want her to see the Batman, but I know if she sees it, she's going to think that, you know, you're just a block that away I just walk the, outside and it's that. Their masks. Yeah.
1: I walk outside and there's just people having brunch, you know, on the side. Like, you know, like, it's <laughs> it's like restaurants and shit. Like, I don't know what she thinks is yeah. going on around here. Uh. There's people on the streets being, being like, so I was thinking of investing in Netflix, but then I heard that maybe it wasn't such a good idea. That's what happens when I walk out the door.
0: <laughs> Netflix might finally introduce an ad-supported tier, which if they do, I might switch to that because I am fucking sick of paying <laughs> $16 a month for Netflix. My, my, my roommate the other
1: day tried to get me to invest in Netflix, he's like, yeah, you got to invest in Netflix because they're having an earnings call soon, and they're gonna announce. You know, everybody's gonna want to buy it after that. And I was like, why would everybody want to buy it after that? They just there's rumors that they're gonna start charging people for sharing accounts. Why would they do that if they're doing good? Yeah. And then today they had the call and announced that they're doing bad, and now their stock plummeted, and he lost a fuck ton of money. <laughs> And he was on the phone with his dad complaining. And I was like, what did I tell you? And his dad was like, they, they said that people are sharing accounts and they lost a lot of money. I was like, that's what I said the other day. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah.
0: Uh, one more thing. We got Amy Henning. Thing, a new Star Wars game is in development at Skydance New Media, the interactive studio founded in 2019 by Amy Henning, uh, uh, this was announced on Tuesday by Lucasfilm Games' as Skydance. It's a return to the Star Wars franchise for Henning, who had previously worked on the f- with the franchise at EA's vis- uh, Visceral Games on the ambitious but canceled project set in a galaxy far, far away. Skydance New Media describes its untitled Star Wars project as a richly cinematic action-adventure game featuring an original story but did not reveal specifics. No title, release date, or platforms uh, were announced. So... Amy Henning is doing it again. She's back trying to make a Star Wars game. So we
1: touched on this kind of in a different article today, and I was like, "She's doing a Star Wars game?" Because <laughs> it, it's it mentioned that she was doing a Star Wars game, but uh, yeah, I think this was rumored
0: also a while ago. Was it? Because like I knew like she started a new studio, but like, oh and there, no, there wait. Were talks about like it's not. It wasn't rumored. She just worked on
1: a Star Wars game before. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she worked on the visceral Star Wars game that got canceled. Right, right, right. Wait, didn't she also do uh
1: She was Uncharted. also no. She, she was she also worked on a, uh, uh freaking uh, Battlefront two. She worked at Motive. She... Oh, that was Jade Raymond. Oh, I'm thinking of a completely different person. Cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would explain that. Yeah, no. Amy Henning was working with uh, Visceral to make the, the it was called Ragtag. It was like S- Star Wars Uncharted um, mm-hmm. that eventually got canceled because they had to use the stupid Frostbite engine to make an Uncharted style game, and they could never get it to work.
1: Yeah, that totally blurred together. That and
0: the and the, Yeah, yeah.
1: That and the Jade Raven so, stuff
0: yeah. blurred, blurred completely together for me. Yeah. But this is uh I like this is part of Lucas's film's uh, new initiative where like other people are now allowed to develop Star Wars games. Thank god Aquatic Dreams, Star Wars Eclipse, uh Ubisoft's open worlds, Ubisoft Star Wars game, uh a sequel of Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Star Wars games are good again, maybe.
1: I hope. I mean I haven't played one in a while, I feel like. Uh I, I never played Fallen Order. Um, I didn't play. Fallen Order is very good, one or whatever the fuck it was
0: called, Rogues something or other. Oh, squadrons, squadrons, not even Rogue. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it. I know there there's a fan base for it. I didn't. I didn't think it was all that good. Apparently, Skywalker Saga, Lego Star Wars, Skywalker Saga is fantastic. Mm-hmm.
1: So I might ha- I might
0: have to just get that. All right.
1: Well. Now it's time for the thing that we do every week. It's this time.
0: Yeah.
1: This one's a tweet by Arizona Ice Tea. Yeah, Long Island Zone. Come at us. It's. <laughs> It's like a Dark Souls looking thing. It's like a a little tiny guy yeah. fighting a giant boss. And Arizona IC is the giant vo- boss and the little tiny guy is inflation.
0: I feel like that should be the opposite. Did you see should be the other one? Did you way see around. there were there were all those articles about uh because the big thing about Arizona IC is they've been selling tall boy cans for ninety nine cents for the past like twenty years. Uh-huh. And there was an interview with the CEO of the company, like, how is this hap- how can you make this happen? This should cost you know, $3 by now. And he talked about like every, like every business decision we make is to make sure that that can sell for 99 cents no matter what. Mm-hmm. Because p- the people don't need to be nickel and dimed by us. We're just trying to sell them iced tea. And it talks about all the different ways they like try to cut costs. And one of the big things is that they don't spend any money on marketing. Interesting. Like the can itself is like obviously they spend money on marketing, but not like you know it's a poster or it's like a bus ad. It's not fucking Super Bowl ads or giant billboards or like TV commercials or anything like that. So they don't need it. It's just word of mouth,
1: and also it's ninety nine (laughs) cents.
0: Yeah, exactly. A ninety nine cent Tall Boy can of ice tea is your marketing. Yeah. Um. So so
1: the day that I saw this tweet. I had just purchased a bottle of Arizona iced tea from a Walgreens and it was $2 and 50 cents. Granted, it was like a one liter, I think. So it's like big. So I I actually like the $1 bottles, even though you get less than the can. I just like the bottle better. Um, Yeah. But uh, this was, yeah, I think like a one liter bottle that was $2 and 50 cents. And there's also, I've seen the $1 cans for sale for like $2 at some places, some, some Friggin' asshole places. Like, like they yeah. sell the bottle, they sell the cans without the ninety nine cents on it, right? So, I don't know what the deal is with that. Um, but I like Arizona iced tea; it's great. Yeah, fantastic. Um, I like honest tea a lot, but because it's it's like not as sweet. But uh, yeah, it's like it's like three dollars. Yeah, And Arizona iced tea is a dollar. Like, how could you friggin' yeah, so- you can't compete with that. No, you can't.
0: Anyway, we're going to talk to you guys real quick. So, Metasension says, it's a refreshing attitude, much like the tall, refreshing cold can of a delicious Arizona peach iced tea. Well, what is, I the, find that funny. What is the best Arizona iced tea flavor? There's only right. one answer. <laughs> so, I'm a basic bitch, and I like the regular Arizona iced tea, but I also like their Arnold Palmer, though. So.
1: Okay, that was One that those. was that was cute, uh. But you're wrong. Okay, uh, you know I'm gonna I'll go ahead and say it's it's kind of a toss-up. I don't know what this is. What is. Oh, it's just a different bottle. Uh, the best flavor is the blueberry white tea. I don't even like blueberry, but this slaps
0: hard. That just sounds gross.
1: <laughs> oh, it's so good. But also, you know what? I, I'm remind I'm reminding myself of. The plum one. I spelled plum so wrong. How do you spell plum? I I, I left out the L. (laughs) This shit, the Asian plum one also slaps, but this is a rare find. Asian plum might be the best one, but it's a rare find. So a second, you know, of the... Common ones, blueberry white tea is pretty good. Give it a shot, everybody. Don't say gross. It's fucking great. (laughs) Uh, Again, I don't even like blueberry stuff, but it's awesome. I don't know why there's a pear on the bottle of this one. It's just blueberry. I don't know what the pear is doing there.
0: Anyway, now we're talking to you guys. All right. We start with comments left on last week's Wolf Den podcast as left on over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Podcast. Chubbs the Owl.
1: <laughs> Hidden hero of this podcast, Will's wife for taking care of the newborn on her birthday so Will can be on the podcast. <laughs> birthdays don't count when you have kids. It just, yeah. it just doesn't matter. It, they,
0: they really don't. yeah it's well, like, fuck me for being born. What was my problem?
1: The two of them had their birthdays on the same weekend, and uh, we... Couldn't line up our schedules to celebrate it, and then Easter happened, so your birthdays just got forgotten about. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Wave99 says, so the Metaverse is basically just the Oasis from Ready Player One? Yes, it's exactly Uh, that. Yes, actually, it's exactly that. And probably just as bad. Uh, Gabriel Ramirez says, Angry Boomer yells at Metaverse Cloud. I mean, yeah. Yeah,
0: and I'll continue to yell at it, because... It's it's not that it's dumb, but it's going to become real dumb real fast because the people who are in control of the metaverse are not the people you want to be in control of something like this. The, the this week's
1: podcast, it was Angry Boomers Yell About NFTs. Yeah. Uh D and Roblox. <laughs> yeah. D Linton says finally opened Kirby. ATFL. <laughs> uh, I forgot the name of this fucking game. Forgotten Land. Kirby in the, the Forgotten Land. land. Uh, I like Aquateen. the look. Teen. Fuck your life. Uh, I look. <laughs> I like the look, but I don't like the move set. Oh, it's so good. Uh, E.G. Sword is missing up thrust. No, it's not. It has one. You have to jump though, um, or slide. I think if you slide and sword, you you do an up thrust. Uh down plunge. You, okay, if you jump and hit the sword, you do like a spin attack. It doesn't have a down plunge. Uh the yeah. ranged attack at full health. No, it has that. It has it. Maybe you have to upgrade the sword though in order to get that. Um, everything feels extremely simple so far. I'm in the third instance, so it probably gets more complex. I wish there was a dash, but it has that! <laughs> so dash attacks for a <laughs> thing. It has it! We'll see if things change a bit. So here's the problem with Kirby and the Forgotten Land. There is a tutorial, but the tutorial doesn't tell you everything. So like I was playing the game and people were like, "Yo, hold R and hit left." And you do that and you do like a dodge roll. And I was like, "Holy shit, this game has a dodge roll." And then I learned about the dash, and then yeah, the 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 sword has all the things that you just talked about. You just got to like figure out how to do it. I think I think the moveset is is uh, Pretty fantastic in Kirby, and I, I can say that because I've been playing the whole game as one hit equals death. So I feel like I've had to utilize the entire move set in order to achieve that. So uh, it is fun to, to to move around and to freaking slide cancel and stuff. It's fun. The only thing is, I don't really like the whole uh, dodge roll mechanic because it it's it kind of
0: makes you slow down a little bit. Uh, I'd I'd rather just shield instead. I think it's also important to remember that Kirby games are specifically designed to be easier than most other games. It's like my first video game or whatnot. So it, it could stand to reason that you might need to like rewire your brain for that, if that it's going to be super simplistic, You know, can be designed to be beaten without a super complex moveset uh, that you would find in other sword fighting games. But, so, but, but,
1: but that's the thing with Nintendo. Uh their best work is games that are very simple, but can be complex if you want them to be. And I think Kirby right. is also that. I think I think past Kirby games are not that. I think past Kirby games are just here's the simple game. You could play it like this, and then that's it. But I think yeah. the newest Kirby you you can make it complex if you want it to be. And and there's a post game that is harder. <laughs> so uh yeah, I think I think I think it achieves basically what what you would want out of a game like that. Uh, Willow Davis right. says, "Whoa, whoa, duck with the sword. Hit jump button to slide attack. Hit it again to slice up. Then in the air, hit attack button and he slams the sword down." I think that's all the different. There are the sword has different move sets, and it sounds like the game has what you want it to have. Yeah. Um. Uh, anyway. Ty Raleigh says, uh, "Always enjoy to wake up and watch these." Well, thanks, dude. Well, Thank thanks you. for being here and checking it out. Now we're in the chat, real quick. How's it going, guys? Yeah. Make it make it awesome for us. What do you What do you got? What do you got for me? Are you still doing the burn in OLED test? And if so, when will we hear about it next? Uh, it is going. Uh, I just looked at it about a week ago, and nothing changed. So you're not going to hear about it for a really long time i want it to basically be unplayable the next time i touch it congrats on releasing your wolfden anime bob thanks dude (laughs) uh you can now watch select wolfden videos in nihongo uh i wish i had a vanity url but i don't uh we have a japanese channel i i'm gonna put it i'll put it as one of the featured channels on youtube.com slash wolfden so if you go there uh at the bottom where it says the channels you'll see the japanese one
0: uh and it has full japanese uh, voice acting i think you need like a thousand subscribers to get a vanity url no probably
1: sounds about right yeah it's a uh, there's a bunch of different things It's like a thousand subs or something else. uh, Yeah. Or like a certain amount of views or something. And it's a brand new channel. So don't expect anything uh, crazy out of it, you know, just yet. Uh, Can you translate them to fucking idiot for me, (laughs) says Eric? (laughs) Uh, I'm not too sure. (laughs) Not too sure if I could do that for you, buddy. Would you rather see Ogre Battle or Quest 64 added to Nintendo Switch Online? What is Ogre Battle?
0: I've heard of Ogre Battle. I don't know if that's as popular as Quest 64, though.
1: I feel like Quest 64 would be pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, Wolf, then the Hongo. Oh, there it is. Ah. There, I have added it to the website to youtube.com slash wolfden. i also changed the icon if you if you notice we're blue now uh also yeah. i also changed uh the uh icon for the clips channel it's now just a picture of the neon sign that's usually behind me and i slightly changed the Wolfden podcast icon and now has the the like green and purplish uh uh, me and you in the face. It's like it's just a slight change. Yeah. Just, to add, just to add some color around, you know? Um, anyway, Metacentrum Quest 64 is terrible, boring N64 launch era <laughs> RPG. I keep, I'm interested in Quest 64 because it's an N64 game people have hundreds of hours in. Yeah. But
0: then I see gameplay and I'm like, people played this for that long? <laughs> I mean, we played the Mission Impossible game for God knows how long on N sixty four. Is it True. because it was a good game or because we were idiots and didn't know any better? The game super is not good. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: the the like uh the, the the laser level is like all we ever played.
0: Well it's all you ever played because you were the only person who could beat it. It
1: was very hard. It was a very hard yeah. level. It was stupid. Uh Looking even more Segoy now, Bob. Oh, Arigato Gozaimasu. I almost missed the channel because of the logo change. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really hope that doesn't happen when I release my video this week, but you know, you got to rip the bandaid off somehow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um. Will, have you visited the studio? He has no, not visited the studio. I have not. I've, I, it's a pain I really in the have ass. Time-
0: <laughs> I barely have time to take a shit, let alone go to Brooklyn to visit a studio.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna one of these days, probably this year, uh I'm making all you guys come into Brooklyn for a Sunday dinner or something.
0: <laughs> you mean I don't know the, when, the family? The whole the whole family. You're all coming. Family. Okay. Uh kid friendly place? <laughs> yeah. It'll probably be you like an a niece out, and nephew. outside
1: situation. Yeah. Uh probably after i move well no that it can't be an yeah. outside situation because that'll be the winter
0: also make sure so, mom has a gun because you know brooklyn's scary for her you're right yeah yeah that's what we need is an old yeah italian woman with a gun in brooklyn yeah uh kate mccat did you all see like the thor love and thunder teaser i knew jane foster lady thor was coming but i was surprised to see her in the trailer Will's upset. This has a song called God of Thunder. Like, you've done four of these movies. Like, why why isn't that not crossed your mind to just put it? I'm not even asking for it to be in the movie proper or like be a central motif. Just like a trailer set to that song. That's it. It's all you need to do. Like Everybody talks about, oh, Marvel's really good about fan service, blah, blah, blah. They have all these golden opportunities to put good rock songs in their movies that match up with the story they're trying to tell or the characters that they're presenting. But they haven't done that since Iron Man 1. Iron Man 2 put the ACDC song War Machine on the soundtrack but not the movie proper. But, you know, let it slide a little bit. Figure that that's just a one-off. Thor comes out. There's a poster that says the God of Thunder. Did they put God of Thunder in the trailer? No. Uh, Dark World? No. Ragnarok? No. We'll use Led Zeppelin, the Immigrant Song. Oh, big fucking deal, Led Zeppelin. All their songs about Lord of the Rings. Led Zeppelin's not cool. They're a bunch of fucking nerds. And now we get to, (laughs) you know, the fourth one, Love and Thunder. It's a Thor movie with Thunder in the title. It's a Thor movie with two Thors in it. Do we get the God of Thunder song? No. No. We get Sweet Child of Mine, a song that's most famous because his introduction is a guitar practice. <laughs> it's scales. He's just doing scales. It's, he didn't write anything for that song. And like with with No Way Home, like you do three Spider-Man movies that and then two of them end with Ramon songs. And so the big finale, the one with the most spider man you don't pick the Ramon's cover of the Spider-Man theme? Like, what is the matter with you? Whoever is in charge of Marvel's like musical selection should be fired and replaced by me. I don't think it makes
1: any sense for Jane Foster to be in this movie. (laughs) Like
0: what, like how, like why, how is she back and Thor? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, it's not like she died. It's not like she went anywhere. She just wasn't in Ragnarok yeah so, or any
1: of the other movies that Thor has been in <laughs> like she's been the, in the first two yeah and how long ago were those <laughs> like t- over 10 years ago like <laughs> true like I completely forgot about her and now she's Thor well I know that fair, in the I, comics th- there is a female Thor but it just doesn't, make any, yeah. it doesn't think- make any sense it doesn't make any sense for Jane Foster to be back in the, in the the in the in this universe
0: I, well, because I, in the comics, she becomes Thor after, like, not really being in the comics for a long time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, you know, I, I can see how they could weave Jane Foster back into it, you know, after being gone for so long. Fucking uh, Thunderbolt Ross was in Edward Norton's Incredible Hulk film, and then nothing all the way up until Civil War. They decided <laughs> to bring his ass back. So there's yeah. precedent. It's been done, but we'll see. And yeah, but to before, be Thor. <laughs> yeah. And before you know, people get mad at me, I love Led Zeppelin. Of course, I love Led Zeppelin. Everybody loves Led Zeppelin. No, you said they're fucking nerds. They are nerds because all of their songs are about Lord of the Rings. That's not a lie. That's okay. a, that's the truth. That's a fact. Okay. All of You're their not... songs are about Lord of the Rings. I, I now agree with you.
1: Uh. Eric says she just wants to be the star. She's a Thor loser.
0: I hate you. I it's
1: hate true. You. She did not want to be part of Thor, and then they're like, "We'll make you Thor," and she's like, "Holy shit! Okay, I'm down." I mean, it, yeah. I got nothing against Natalie Portman in, in Thor. Yeah, I just, no. I just think it's really weird
0: to come back and and and, and this is then they
1: just do this.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean. To be fair, Jane Foster really has, you know, two story arcs. You know, being Thor's love interest and being Thor. She, she
1: so. was she was in probably two of the worst MCU movies, is what I'm trying to say. Like, and, and she did not bring anything to those movies. And now she's, and now she's Thor. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Not that I have I love Natalie Portman, but those yeah. movies were not good.
0: I'll defend the first Thor movie till I die, but that's besides the point. It was not good, Uh, but,
1: but, the worst MCU movies, I don't know. There's too many now. Also, I haven't seen like, I haven't seen any of the newest ones. (laughs)
0: I'm like, I mean, I'm like, the shows are fine. Like, I have no problem with like Moon Knight and Hawkeye and the shows. The movie proper, like, I'm watching them, but, like, aside from Shang-Chi, like, I'm not really excited by any of them. And even Shang-Chi, I'm like, I've seen this before with other characters. Right. So, yeah. Carson they, says, they, wait, they,
1: wait, so is it a movie or a Disney Plus series? Uh, Thor is a movie. It'll be a movie,
0: yeah. I mean, it looks like a good movie. I'm not... Yeah, I'm no, not it looks, looks like it's going to be a very good movie. <laughs> it just, you know how hard is it? like kiss licenses their music for everything. So it can't be that hard to go up to Gene Simmons and be like, here's money. Give us the rights to God of thunder for I'm Not again, I'm not for it to be in the movie, just the trailer, just the trailer set to God of thunder. That's it.
1: I also that's don't, I, ask for. I also don't really need the guardians of the galaxy to be there. It's
0: like I'm not, I feel like that's careless. just a holdover from where that's just a holdover from like how he ended up in end game, you know? True like i don't know marvel has this thing where like they have they feel compelled to finish something on screen even mm-hmm. if it's not sent like ragnarok the beginning of ragnarok finished off like three different storylines before it jumped into what the actual plot of ragnarok was well doesn't he at the end of endgame doesn't he go off
1: with the guardians of the galaxy yeah he goes off with the guardians of the fat galaxy fat thor goes off with them
0: yeah but what i'm saying is we don't necessarily need them to be in uh, Love and Thunder for a lot. They could just be like I in don't the beginning. Want them. I don't. They can be in the beginning and then like they kick them off the ship and then it's a Thor adventure again. Like we don't need a whole like section with the Guardians. The Guardians should just be in Guardians Three.
1: <laughs> Eric says, "Fat Thor made me realize I could be a hero." I love. That's one of my favorite things about Endgame is that he just is fat and then and yeah. then stays fat they don't resolve it and obviously yeah. this movie they show that he he loses the weight but yeah i i love that they're like here he is he's fat and then that's it yeah <laughs> they 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 use that they use infinity war and end game to to like kind of just just like they, they put their foot down on a lot of of they changed a lot about the universe. And one of the things yeah. that they changed and kept was he is fat.
0: <laughs> well, I it was, like, that. it was like representative of like him being broken. Yeah. Like he's, yeah, he's lost everything. So like there's, he finds no point to it. So he just lets himself go. And throughout the course of the movie, it's about him like regaining his confidence and realizing he can be a hero again. Yeah. There was a Very lot effective. of... There was a lot of uh, controversy
1: because people were like, they're using it as like a comedic effect. But it's like, no, because he no. shows he could still be a hero when he's fat, and then he stays fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, Super Crisp says, the Batman is better than anything Marvel's put
0: out since Endgame. True. I haven't the seen Batman anything better- Marvel's put out since Endgame. The Batman is better than most... Uh, the films Marvel has put out prior to Endgame. <laughs> All right.
1: Uh, that's it. We're done. Goodbye. Thanks All right. for hanging out.
0: Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, the Wolf Den podcast is every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on twitch.tv slash wolfden, regardless of whether or not it's my wife's birthday. Uh, if you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash wolfdenpodcast. So you can go check us out over there on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you could do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on anchor.fm slash podcast or your preferred podcast service of choice. But no matter where you get this content from, folks, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on all of those respective platforms.
1: Thanks for being here, guys. Uh, I'm going to PAX East. Yay! So it's going to be a while until I Twitch stream again. I'm very sorry. I'm trying to put in the work here on Twitch, but uh, I have another job. It's called YouTube. So (laughs) I do a lot of things. trying to do less things. Uh, I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back Monday, probably. Anyway, see you guys later. Thanks for being here. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Oh, I forgot to raid somebody. Oh. Uh. Who's on right now? How about uh, frickin' Cyberquake's playing Dread mode. Go say hi to him. Bye. Bye.